Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Wednesday, the 12th of May. My name is Sam Kozlowski and helping me make sense of today's news is Zara Seidler. Making news today, Victoria records a new COVID-19 case. A gruesome discovery in India. Some good news about COVID vaccines for young people in the US. And a chat to our journo following yesterday's budget lockup. Here's today's Daily Digest. Victoria has recorded one new COVID-19 case after a man who completed hotel quarantine in South Australia returned a positive COVID-19 test result yesterday. The man flew back from Melbourne last Tuesday, developed symptoms on Saturday and tested positive on Monday. The Victorian government has not announced any further restrictions but published a list of initial exposure sites. This is quite a horrific story. The bodies of more than 30 people have been pulled from the banks of the Ganges River in northern India. It's unclear how the bodies came to be there, but a local official said authorities, quote, cannot confirm whether the deceased were indeed COVID-19 positive. District officials have released a statement saying the condition of the bodies suggests they had been in the water for three to four days. A 13-year-old boy has died while sleeping in an industrial bin that was emptied near a McDonald's restaurant in South Australia. Three boys were asleep in the industrial bin, one who managed to escape, another was not injured. However, the other 13-year-old suffered fatal injuries. Superintendent Paul Barr told reporters, quote, Port Lincoln has an issue with homelessness, like every community, and from time to time we do get rough sleepers, but we are not aware of children sleeping rough. And to today's good news, the Food and Drug Administration has expanded access to the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine to children 12 to 15 years old, ahead of the next school year. The Centres for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, will meet this week to recommend how the vaccine should be used in that age group. Administration of the vaccine can commence once the CDC director signs off on the recommendation. So the big story that we, of course, haven't mentioned so far is the federal budget. And that was handed down last night at 7.30 in the House of Representatives by Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg. The Daily Oz was actually in budget lockup, which is when the media gets locked in a room with the budget papers so that they can analyse what is actually included in the budget. So we had Max, one of our reporters, in Canberra in Parliament House for seven hours with those budget papers. And we thought today we would ask him a bit about what he read. So Max, what was the standout announcement from the budget? The biggest standout was mental health probably. Um, There's over $2 billion in funding that the federal government has committed. Um, A large chunk of that, about $500 million, is being spent on 40 new adult mental health centres. There's also $300 million in additional funding for Headspace, so it's a huge spend. Uh, On top of that, though, there's also this fairly new emphasis on suicide prevention. Um, They've got a new National Suicide Prevention Office that they're setting up and a a new scheme hoping to support people who have been discharged from hospital following a suicide attempt. It's a a really big um, set of programs that they've put towards uh, mental health in this budget. And what did this year's budget deliver for young people in Australia? It really depends on what type of young person you are, I guess. There's really nothing in there for university students, no extra university funding, which some might think is a surprise given how much universities have suffered during the pandemic. But if you're a young person looking to just start out in a new trade, there's over $3 billion worth of programs for you in there. So 
there's um, new training programs available, new funding that helps subsidize apprenticeships and traineeships. So there's a lot of stuff in there if that's where you're up to at that stage of your life. Now let's turn to the environment. Give us a quick rundown on what environmental initiatives were given a boost in the budget this year. Yeah, so we've known for a while now that the federal government prioritizes producing low emissions technologies rather than creating more renewable energy sources. So that's seen really starkly in this budget. The government set aside $1.2 billion over the next 10 years to try and encourage private companies to create things like carbon capture technology and regional hydrogen hubs. And there's, in comparison to that $1.2 billion, almost literally nothing for renewable energy. Um, There's a $30 million battery being built in the Northern Territory, but other than that, there's no solar panels or wind turbines or anything like that. As well as that, there's a new $1.2 billion package that's going to change how we respond to natural disasters. So a new national agency that's going to handle them all and a few more grants to try and help communities prepare for natural disasters before they happen. And finally, how was it? How was it in budget lockup? How was the day? Are you bored of numbers yet? I know this is going out tomorrow morning, um, but for a bit of context, I'm sitting in a corner room at one end of the press gallery. It's 9.15pm and I've just spent all day at Parliament in the budget lockup. The budget lockup is just this six-hour window where journalists get to look at all the budget papers before they get released publicly. And so I just spent six hours in the room with other journalists with no phone and no internet connection, just pouring over the numbers and trying to make sense of it all. Um, it, it, it's all um, it's all good fun. Everyone's just trying to figure it out themselves. And um, the budget officials actually provide you with a lot of help as well. They weren't there in person this year, but you could have a little web chat with them during the lockup to ask any questions you have about any of the detail and the documents and just seeing the budget papers up close and pouring through them you get a real sense of the amount of work that goes into all these massive programs and it 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 was great fun just to see that up close and personal it was really great to have a member of the daily oz team right there in canberra getting the information that you need and we were particularly proud to be representing young australians in canberra yesterday That's all we've got time for on today's edition of The Daily Oz, but if you want to catch up with the news, follow us on Instagram throughout the day. It's where over 100,000 Australians get their news, and we would love you to become part of the community.